AMAC, choosing the best advocacy and benefits group at random can end up, you know, not being the way to go. They don't have your best interest in mind all the time. The group I recommend is AMAC. It stands for the Association of Mature American Citizens. It stands head and shoulders above the competition. For one thing, you're going to get the wealth of great benefits that you would expect to get with other groups baked into the cake. But on top of that, you're joining a group that will be an advocate for you, fighting for the things that you believe in and a powerful force in Washington standing with you. Stand with AMAC as they fight the good fight become a member today the benefits are great the cause is greater join now at amac.us slash beck that's amac.us slash beck amac is better better for you better for america Glenbeck program. Hello, America. It's Friday. We've got a lot going on, uh, especially here in Texas. We'll, well, I, I will tell you, um, there's going to be a brawl. There's going to be a brawl on yes, this show, is. and yes. it is. Uh, it's going to finally be settled in. Uh, well, in sixty seconds. Stand by. The Glenbeck program. Relief factor. Philip lives in uh, Minnesota, and uh, after a series of leg injuries over the course of several years, he found himself dealing with pain and stiffness that was debilitating. He tried a ton of different approaches to manage the pain. Nothing could quite get him to the point where he felt like he was living a normal life again. But thankfully, Philip listens to the show. Hey, Phil. Uh, it's how he discovered relief factor. He was skeptical at first, most people are, decided to give it a try, and within a couple of weeks, he says the pain began to disappear. At six weeks, he noticed that the pain was gone entirely, but also the stiffness that he had been feeling for years was gone as well. Philip got his life back. I got my life back. Try it. Try the three-week quick start. You'll know if it's going to start working for you within three weeks. And if it doesn't work for you, stop. If it does, do what I've done. Do what Philip does. You just keep taking it. And watch the pain go away. And you don't feel it in your system. It's Relief Factor. It's not a drug. Developed by doctors and 70% of the people who try it go on to order more month after month. I, I do because it works. ReliefFactor.com. 800-583-84. 800-583-84. ReliefFactor.com. So here we are in a uh, situation in Texas we should not be in. Uh, there is no reason why we're in this situation. Uh, the Electric Reliability Council of Texas uh, is the one that actually runs and oversees all of the uh, uh, all of the the power grid and all of the companies that are making power. And there's a problem there. There's a real problem there. Now, this is a is it a public private partnership? I mean, I know it's it's overseen by the government of Texas, 
but I think it's a private corporation. This is one of those things that no one in Texas knew existed until yep. this week. Yep. And now everyone is an expert on it. Yeah. Like everyone knows exactly what ERCOT was doing and how they screwed this up. Yeah. It's becoming the big uh, talking point down here. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, they the name reliability is is what it's what the r is yeah and, right? it's that, and they're not doing it <laughs> no. and I, I don't know if you've seen the the um the meetings the 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 uh, meeting that they had two weeks ago and the minutes of the meeting is absolutely unbelievable let me give you this um top officials at ERCOT, the texas council regulates the state electricity electricity grid spent uh, their time talking about the impending winter storm during the entity's board meeting last week. A recording of the board meeting from KSAT Channel 12 shows that the conversation went like this. Quote, one thing I want to say before we really get into the presentation is it's actually going to be winter here pretty soon. As many of you, those in Texas know, we have a cold front coming this way. We'll probably see our winter peak later this week or very early next week. The uh, operations have issued an operating condition notice just to make sure everybody's up to speed with their winterization and uh, ready for several days of pretty frigid temperatures to come our way. So. More on that in the next few days, but it does look like we're going to have a little bit of winter weather here to contend with over the course of uh, the rest of the week and into the next week. End quote. That was the entire discussion of winterization for the reliability council here in Texas. So they covered it. Yeah, they covered it. <laughs> yeah, they, yeah, they covered it. And then they started talking about cowboy boots and, and everything else. It's fascinating. I mean, I... I <laughs> You know, I mean, there was a little bit of an issue uh, with <laughs> with power going out. And honestly, that's just one of the issues. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The electricity is one of the issues. I will say, I didn't lose electricity at all. My electricity was 100% reliable. We didn't even have it blink the entire time. Mine went is, out all the time. Ours didn't, which I don't yeah. know why. Maybe cause I've heard that, like, if you're near a hospital, if you happen to be in the same, they keep those up no matter yeah, what. So right, that may right. have been uh, the reason. But, like, uh, I will say... I did get uh, woke up. I woke up on uh, Monday morning mm -hmm. to a very loud alarm going off in my oh. home. Okay, uh, and I was like, "Oh, the kids must have like opened up the door before we turned the alarm off in the morning or whatever." Right. Uh, tried to turn the alarm off, didn't go off, which mm -hmm. has never happened before. Right. So we start looking around. I'm like, "Oh gosh, is there a fire? Like, what is happening?" Um, and uh, my wife turns around the corner and has this uh, interesting uh, thing happen where um, gallons of water are gushing from the ceiling. Oh, you now, got a new water a new waterfall. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. I was like, did you put in a new uh, water effect? Like yeah. what what exactly? <laughs> right. Yeah, and it was kind of pouring through the alarm onto the floor. Ah. And what, what what happens, Glenn, when water comes up from your ceiling onto the floor, <laughs> it starts to build up. Uh, it, it, so there's inches and inches and inches of water uh, inside upstairs. your home. Really? While it's two degrees outside. Right. Which is really fun. So, so we couldn't take a shower one day, but you didn't have a problem with that. No, you I didn't have a problem at all. Right yeah, yeah, I could have just hopped in any time. So we go, we run around trying to figure out what's going on. I go up into the attic and mm -hmm. I realize there's a burst pipe. So there's a pipe in our house, which, by mm -hmm. the way, was insulated and is still bur burst somehow and is, is just spewing water all over the place. There's no local shutoff, but I do remember because I'm a homeowner, Glenn. Right. And I know one how to do one thing in the home. 
Turn the water off. Turn the water off in case of emergency. Right. It's the only thing I know Out how to do. by the street. Everything else. If the house goes on fire, I just let it burn to the ground. Right. I have no I have no ability to correct any other problem in this home. Right. Except to turn the water off. Right. Luckily, there's snow and ice all over the ground. And, of course, the panel to do this uh-huh. is under the snow and the ice. Right. So that means digging through the snow and the ice to open up the little com- compartment uh, while water's just gushing into my house. And, of course... We were asleep, so we have no idea how long it was gushing into the house before the alarm went off. Right. It was a while, because right. there was a lot of water all over right. the place. Right. So I go out and I and I I open up the. I finally get the thing open. I, of course, obviously the the uh, the valve is frozen. Sure. So I can't turn it. Right. Uh, but so I eventually, you know, after a few minutes and a lot of swearing, mm. I'm able to actually get the thing turned. So I run in as the hero, of course, that I am. Mm-hmm. And I run into the house and I go upstairs and I look at the pipe and the water is still gushing out of the pipe. Wow. Now, I thought that was interesting because <laughs> yeah. I just turned it off. Right. But I thought to myself, you know, it's going to take a little bit because there's water gotta in the get, system. Got to get it out of the pipe. It's got to get out of there. So yeah. this is going to end any second. So I sat, sat, sat there and I just kind of stared at the pipe for 30 seconds and then like a minute and then like a minute and a half and two. And then I started <laughs> yelling at the pipe because right. i think if you yell loud enough at the pipe right it's did eventually... you use french did you speak uh, in any french i words? came up with all new words <laughs> all new, for this situation all new french words you did you have you asked and said pardon my french uh, yeah, I, was, I was respectful at the beginning right. to the pipe okay. <laughs> i will say that broke down <laughs> right okay over time quickly and uh, very quickly <laughs> yeah all right and it just kept gushing and gushing and gushing right. and gushing yeah 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 and i just i kept at, i said Turn, I kept screaming at it to turn off, which right. it would not do. It was you like not voice activated voice, at all. <laughs> no voice activated no. pipe. It's unbelievable. Wow. Yeah. Wow, that's so. Well, you're living in the Stone Age. So my wife uh, is calling uh, the the city uh, uh, and calling various random companies. She's Googled. <laughs> right. Like this is what you right. do in the situation. Right. And so I would say maybe 40 minutes later. Uh-huh. We, the, the city gets out there and turns the water off. Hmm. So the water stops. At this point, I don't know, six, eight inches of water is mm. uh, throughout the house. And there's like, I'm trying to protect certain rooms, like hoping that I can like save the room. And then I, I lose that line. You know, like we just keep falling back, right. you know, like right. retreating. It's like Normandy. Oh, my gosh. And <laughs> I like, like Normandy, like an idiot, Glenn, you yeah. know, just plastic bins just pushing water out the door like i i have no defense there's like it's coming down at like you know it's probably 50 gallons at a any minute. time did you go eh. no i <laughs> really? i will say we we called the a company to come out they come out almost immediately which is amazing i mean i i can't believe they came out this fast and they start cleaning the thing up and we were talking to the guy and he's like yeah he's like you'd be surprised how many people we get here and this is going on and the house is filling up with water and they're just sitting on the couch they're just like, <laughs> they're just like, screw it and letting it happen. I was like an idiot doing everything I could to get the water out of the house. So eventually we get the thing all dried out. And, you know, I mean, it's but the, the house is a catastrophe. I mean, like it's going to be yeah, six months be. Of, of disaster. Yeah, uh, we're going to, I'm sure, be moving out uh, to because, I mean, the entire floors of the entire house are going to have to be repaired. Mm-hmm. All the, you know, all the not, are, are redone completely. Mm-hmm. It's going to be lose the house type of uh, So, you know, here's the thing that uh, really pisses me off about this story, uh, because I saw I saw what happened mm-hmm. uh, on Monday because uh, your your wife was, uh, you know, on Instagram immediately. Of course, she, yeah. she wasn't with the buckets. 
She was no, right she there. She was with, just taking pictures. She was and just posting. taking pictures mm-hmm. and posting. Yeah, and, and, so, and saving her. Uh, legitimately, we're in the middle of this. The water's still pouring through the roof, and you know, I've got. I'm setting up plastic bins. I'm bailing out water, and I come around the corner and I see her uh, wheeling in her Peloton. Like she's saving the stupid exercise bike. That is and, so funny. And I'm like, what? What? What are you doing? And then. All the all the dust settles, and I go into the room, and her Peloton is safe. That one was, well, I don't know if it was safe. I mean, it got water on it, so it probably isn't safe because it's got all sorts of electronics in it. But then next to it are her weights. Like the the, the, the rubber and metal things <laughs> okay. that you lift for exercise weights. She pulled those out of the room to save the weights. <laughs> of all things in the world it's the most resilient thing in the household it's like, metal and rubber yeah the picture's gone yeah, yeah everything yeah, else is screwed <laughs> but she's got the metal weight she got the metal weight yeah. so yeah uh, so was, so i'm watching uh i'm watching her i didn't see her pull the weights out but mm-hmm. you know she needed one hand uh you know for the phone and probably needed two hands for the weight yes. so i didn't mm-hmm. see that part uh but i i watched it and my first reaction well i should say my first reaction was oh my gosh poor Stu and yeah. lisa then my next reaction was wait a minute i have been doing construction in my house mm-hmm. and i've been renovating my house for about a year spent all kinds of money all i had to do was wait for a storm to burst a pipe (laughs) and it all would have been taken care of by insurance i'm ripped off i feel really ripped off right now i feel like the dumbest guy in the world because the my my next whatever three six months sound a lot like the thing you did by choice yeah which is yeah. uh that and paid for and paid for and paid for Sounds where terrible. all i had to do was wait for a stupid <laughs> burst pipe right so you pissed me off uh-huh you pissed me off yes thank you well you know what you pissed me off a little bit too oh really uh yeah uh, a little bit yeah because um as i said i turned the water off but the water didn't go off huh i well, how would that happen right, right? It doesn't seem possible did it, i just screw it up like very po- probably that was certainly my in probably. the moment in the moment was my explanation and you should go with that right. moment. yeah no because we learned later <laughs> that what happened was huh? it was the sprinkler line which huh. I guess is supposed to save our house from a fire and did a great job because no fire could have been lit at that moment, Glenn. <laughs> right. When the whole house was underwater, right, right. the fire wouldn't have burned it down, yeah. I don't think. Um, but uh, it was a separate line. So when you turn right. off the water, the one thing I knew how to sure. do in the house, it doesn't turn off the sprinkler of line. Not. Of course not. That would be crazy. Right. So You didn't know that? No, I didn't know that. But you know huh. who did know that? I don't know. Who? You. I don't. What are you talking because about? Because you told me after the incident that someone came to your house from your neighborhood. Yeah. And said, hey, by the way. Right. Be careful with these sprinkler lines. Make sure you drain the sprinklers before uh, before the freeze because well, they can burst really easily. Right. And then Glenn had that information and <laughs> locked it inside a little lockbox so that no one else would know. Well, So now I, he has a dry house and no one else thank you glenn well you're welcome did it slip your mind no it here's what i thought of i didn't even know i had a sprinkler in my house (laughs) in texas apparently you have sprinklers and you're you know like you have in offices you have sprinklers that pop out of the ceilings and it's like some Mm. law or insurance thing or Mm. i don't know what it is oh it's great it's great Uh, whatever it is it's fantastic wonderful i didn't even for two years i lived in the house i didn't even know we had sprinklers 
Then a friend calls me, I think on Saturday or Sunday, and says, Sunday would be the day before this happened to me, by the way. I just wanted to point out yeah, what could happen to was. me, too. And so he said, <laughs> Do you have sprinklers? And I said, uh, Yeah. And he said, Are they off? And I said, I, I don't know. I have no idea. How do you turn them off? What, what is that? So he showed me, he came over, and he and a friend came over, and they, they uh, helped me drain the lines. And I just thought, I mean, that's great. I don't know anybody with sprinklers in their house. I mean, have you ever known anyone with sprinklers in their house? No, I, you know, and I don't, they're not everywhere. I mean, but uh, you think, because what I find interesting about it is like, you look at that and be like, that's a great feature. What a great feature of a house. <laughs> it's really it's, not. It's adding to the safety of the house. Yeah, It's no. going to protect the house. No. No. It, it actually destroys the, opposite. the house. It destroyed the house. Yeah. We, we just built the vault over at Mercury One. And, you know, it has to have fire suppression in it. And it's all full of rare artifacts and documents. And right. they're like, well, let's go put some sprinklers in. We're like, no, right. <laughs> no. Yeah. And it's the same thing. I mean, it just sure. The outside of the building, maybe if it's steel, fine. But everything else is destroyed. It's all destroyed with the water. Yeah. Uh, I mean, and I, Glenn, so the company that we called that came out in an hour, uh, isn't it, we have friends who tons of friends who the same thing has happened to not just with sprinkler lines but all sorts of pipes bursting uh, and the uh, same company we called out that came out in an hour on Monday is now currently on a four week wait well Sarah apparently <laughs> had the same thing and after your incident, you didn't call Sarah and say you know what happened to my house am I right Sarah absolutely did you get a call from him Nope. Nope. Sarah follows my wife on Instagram. Right. Uh, she knows. That's the only way I communicate with people. My wife's Instagram post. But yeah, but yeah, it's true because like in this, the, the friends that we talked to today uh, had the same thing happen. We're not home. They were in Hawaii. They were like pulling a Ted Cruz. They like went on vacation yeah. uh, to avoid all this. Oh, that, those bastards. I'm going back to Ted Cruz on that. Oh, we got to talk about that. Bastard was not around while your pipes were leaking. Right. He could he have did, come over with a plastic container. never came by. Never came Ted by. Ted Cruz that never showed up. Bastard. Cleared zero water out of <laughs> right. my house. I had to do it on my what own. What else is he doing as a senator? I know. What else? Your job if is If you a can't sen- count a senator in for <laughs> bailing your house out or coming in and making sure that your fireplace is lit or whatever what is what good is he yeah and he was gone for a full night he 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 brought his kids down to cancun then he flew back the next morning god only knows i hope to god Stu, you say something because i'll bet you he was gone the night your water pipe burst i bet you're right and you know what as a u.s senator when power is out, heat is out, he should be going door to door with sticks and mashing them together to <laughs> Thank start you. fires. Thank you. That's what he should be doing. Oh, man. Well, you know, all of this happened because of, uh, well, an outdated system. We weren't prepared for global warming or cooling or whatever we're supposed to be. <laughs> Even though scientists say that's, that it's had nothing to do with climate change. That is total bullcrap. We'll tell you about it. And uh, the the attorney general, Ken Paxton, from the state of Texas, is going to be on talking a little bit about uh ERCOT, the uh, mm. the shady little organization that didn't uh, put weather stripping down on the doors of the uh, nuke factories. Okay, first let me stop and tell you about MyPillow. MyPillow.com MyPillow.com will give you a great night's sleep. A great night's sleep. Um, you can you can have the dream sheets, the Gaza dreams, uh, the Gaza, the Gaza dream sheets. This cotton's from Gaza, the Gaza Strip. That would be bad. 
It's like a crazy riot in your bed. No, this is the Giza dream sheets. The cotton from uh, from Egypt, which is the best, most durable and softest cotton in the world. Giza cotton, the dream sheets from MyPillow. Get them now. You can get two for one. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the new radio listener specials, and check out the buy one, get one free offer on the Giza Dream Sheets. You'll find deep discounts on all the other MyPillow products as well. Enter the promo code BECK at 800-966-3117, 800-966-3117, or MyPillow.com, promo code BECK. 10 seconds, station ID. Mm. So, Ocasio-Cortez is now saying that Texas shows us what happens when you, uh, when you don't have green energy. And, you know, I have to say, she's right. Uh, she is right. About this. About this, she is right. For the first time, she is right. Uh, because, I mean, Texas has all kinds of wind power and solar power and everything else. Uh, but um, it didn't work. And so when we say, you know, they didn't have green energy, she's exactly right because the windmills were frozen solid. The problem here is, is that Texas has gone progressive with its electric uh, electrical grid, with everything they're doing. They are cutting down on uh, coal and gas, and they're putting a lot of wind power in. Well, that's great. Unless it's not windy or apparently if it's cold. Now, if it's cold and you have air caught, <laughs> you're set. You are set because those things look so beautiful when they're at a full stop and they have icicles <laughs> hanging off of them. Uh, they didn't winterize them. You can winterize these things, but they, they didn't winterize them. Uh, so it's not a problem with us not having green energy. It's a problem that the the public private corporation in bed with the government and this mysterious shady corporation that nobody knows about which is run by a bunch of people who don't even live in the state one of them lives in germany so they're not suffering any of the consequences on this uh it's the fact that they didn't do their job this is the Glenn Beck program. Oh, but don't worry. Uh, I mean, we can always sue them. Oh, no, we can't. They're protected by the government, so we can't sue them. Isn't that great? Car Shield. If your car is going through problems, if it's going through winter right now, this is the hardest time on your on your car, on your engine. Um, and you can relax a little bit if you have Car Shield. Let's say you burst a pipe. You know what I mean? Happens all the time, doesn't it, Stu? Yeah, it does, Glenn, especially when people who are close to you and you work with don't don't help you with. Hey, by the way, your car, you might want to put some antifreeze in it. See there. I'm helping. Thank, thank I'm you. helping you out. Mm-hmm. When that check engine light goes on, uh, make sure that uh, you have car shield. <laughs> make sure that you have car shield. Something breaks down. Automotive repairs aren't cheap. You can end up paying thousands of dollars for some stupid computer chip. And the cost of the repair is more sometimes than the car is even worth. With CarShield, you don't have to worry about it. You get a 
you'll get a rental car for free. You've got roadside assistance. They take care of the bill. All covered repairs at carshield.com. Carshield.com. Use the promo code BECK and save 10%. Deductible may apply. Carshield.com. All right, blazetv.com slash Glenn is the place to go. To subscribe to Blaze TV, don't, don't miss it. You get 30 bucks off right now with the promo code Glenn. This is the Glenn Beck Program. It's Friday. Bill O'Reilly's joining us in about a half an hour with a recap of the news of the week. Ken Paxton is our Texas Attorney General, uh, and this state is uh, in real, real trouble right now. We have got food sort shortages. Uh, we have all kinds of water damage, <clears throat> and we are just getting back online with our power grid. Uh, and the governor has uh, issued a statement yesterday that uh, he would like ERCOT, which is this weird oversight company uh, that uh, is supposed to oversee and make sure that our our electricity grid is stable and reliable. They completely dropped the ball. There's an investigation starting there. And we have Ken Paxton on the phone to tell us about that and so much more. Hi, Ken. How are you? Hi, good morning. It's been a tough week. Boy, you ain't kidding. Um, can you first explain quickly, and we've got so much to go through, um, and I, I don't mean to rush, but I, I want to make sure that we get to as much we can with you. Um, can you explain what the hell ERCOT even is? Okay, so ERCOT was, was put together back in World War II, and it was a bunch of Texas utilities that sort of coordinated so that they could use their excess capacity to send the industries along the Gulf Coast to help production for the war. So that's how it got started. And then after the war, they realized there were some benefits to working together. So they, they developed this this uh, network, which is lots of energy companies sort of working together to create power. And then they, they use their excess capacity in where it's needed. Okay. Um, obviously, that wasn't working. Um, and it, it, it is also the only the only power i don't even reliability system or whatever it is it's the only one in the country that has also uh litigation protection from the government so you can't sue this company what is this yeah well so this is a it's a it's an entity that the legislature oversees and also the the uh, public utility commission in texas which is appointed by the governor so i i believe if there is if there's some type of liability protection, if it's at least at the state level, the legislature could fix that this session. They could say, you know, you're, you're not you're not immune from liability. And is this a public-private partnership between the state of Texas and these energy companies? So it's it's an independent uh, nonprofit organization that is running on its own, but it's overseen by a state agency called the Public Utility Commission, which has three commissioners appointed by the governor. So they, that, that commission is supposed to oversee the operations of this independent 501c4 is what it is. Okay, so we are now, we're building all kinds of windmills uh, in the state. Uh, I don't know why we're, we're doing that. They're completely unreliable. That's not, it wasn't a, a weather problem with the uh or wasn't a wind problem with the windmills it was that they didn't they didn't weather strip anything uh you know ERCOT didn't do anything to get these things uh to protect them against a storm like this i have some sympathy for the 
for the against the argument of um, of we should we should be weatherized. We should have all of these things. No, this happens about once every 10 years in Texas. So we shouldn't right. have the salt trucks and the snow plows. It's a waste of money. But weatherizing our gas plants and our windmills seems pretty obvious. You know, it does seem pretty obvious because I think there are other parts of Texas that are not in ERCOT, like along uh, around Beaumont, East Texas, and also in El Paso. And I think they had almost no problems because guess what? They had winterized their, their plants. Is, is it so true? Know, we know it can work, and we know that you know other, other parts of the state that are not part of ERCOT did that. Is it true that uh, the that ERCOT did their winterization uh, on a Zoom meeting because of COVID? They they didn't actually do anything. They just did it on Zoom. You know what? I don't know the answer to that. That's part of I think what we're going to find out. We're, we've started in my office. We we get to have the opportunity to look at five hundred one c threes and five hundred one c fours. We've started our investigation to try to understand exactly what happened and why they weren't prepared. So these guys are making a boatload of money, uh, a boatload of money. The uh, board member, president, and CEO makes almost a million dollars a year on this. Uh, five uh, of the board members don't even live in the state. One of them lives in Germany, of all places. Um, and, and I just, I, I am for the free market, but this company uh, whatever it is, doesn't seem like the free market. It's not responsible for to anyone. It seems I don't like being in having any corporation in bed with a government of any government. What are you going to do? What 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 are the what are the plans here? I think the first thing is to figure out exactly what happened, which is why we've started we started the investigation, you know, a day or two ago to figure out exactly what. What are they doing? How are they doing it? I think this has been not so transparent to 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 us and to the citizens of Texas. We're going to at least create some transparency and find out how they operate and then make suggestions to the legislature as to what needs to be changed and move forward from there. But until we know exactly how they did this and why we have these problems, it's hard to say what the remedy is until we know what the what the problem what the real problem is. So can we are I mean, if Texas goes down, we lose the entire country. I know you know that in 2008, 9, 10, the recovery was mainly on the back of Texas. I think we created 60 yep. percent of all jobs in the country. Um, we can't go down um, if if we get into this green energy garbage. Uh, we're toast. Texas is Texas partly because a you're still free here. But you have cheap energy. Are, are, is, is the governor going to stand against this push for the Green New Deal? Because that's all anyone is talking about is how, yeah, I, how, our, I, how our, we're not prepared for the new world because we're not all green. Well, certainly Texas, <laughs> we're, we're all about uh, the most reliable source of energy, and we produce a lot of it in our own state. So we've looked at all sources of energy, but the reality is, we all know that right now these renewable sources of energy are not reliable and they're not cost efficient until they are. Um, I'm very confident that the legislature and the governor will not put their, uh, their full efforts into relying on, on unreliable sources of energy. What happened to our nuclear power plant? Why, why did, 
Why did the gas and the coal and the nuclear, what, what happened there? You know, I think it's the same problem. It doesn't sound like they winterized any of it. That's what's so shocking to me. It doesn't seem like it would be that expensive, given that other places do it around the country, including other places in Texas. So I think that's going to be one of the first questions that we're going to, when we do our investigation, we're going to ask, why did you not winterize when El Paso and East Texas and other parts of the country do that as a matter of course? It doesn't make any, it doesn't make a lot of sense unless you can tell us there's some, some reason we don't, we don't, we don't understand at this point. Is there anything uh, that the state can do? I mean, I'm so concerned about, you know, the price of plywood has gone from uh, $15 a sheet, regular plywood, to almost $40 a sheet. And that was before this happened. Uh, this is going to cost a fortune and also the labor to do it. I mean, there's all kinds of regulations on who can touch what. I mean, Stu has had plumbers out to his house, but because he had a fire suppression system, they can't do anything. They can't touch it. And it'll be months before they get to that stuff. Is there any kind of regulation that can be uh, safely cut to help people out? You know, that's a, that's a great question. I think that's something the Texas legislature and that the governor with his emergency orders could actually implement right now is to have a review of all all regulations affecting construction and maintenance of power plants and and other uh, electricity generation sources to make it less expensive and easier to upgrade these things so we don't have to experience this again so yeah i think there are definitely things that the state can look at doing to make it less expensive and more uh make sure it gets done more quickly Ken, I want to ask you, uh, uh, really, this is kind of a personal uh, question, uh, especially with the loss of Rush Limbaugh this week. Um, you know, yeah. Biden said, and I'm quoting, that his administration is going to focus on demented and dangerous white supremacists. But through critical race theory, uh, anyone who stands up for America and our traditional values is called a white supremacist. Th there, There is something approaching that appears to be extraordinarily dangerous. I moved to Texas and I moved my company down here, a media company, which is now the largest subscription uh, right-leaning media company in the world. And it's based here in Texas. And I am terrified that, and so is 90% of the talent, that our voices are going to be squashed. Will Texas stand against this craziness and stand for the first and second amendment absolutely and, and i have the same fear as you do both from the government from the federal government but also from technology companies yes so we're in the middle of fighting the biden administration already on, on immigration i expect that there will be more issues coming up including some related to free speech and part of the issue with these technology companies is that they are controlling platforms that are monopolistic and those monopolistic platforms are the gateway to a speech in our country. And so we've got serious issues with those companies as well. That's why we've got lawsuits right now against Google and potentially more lawsuits down the road. But as you can imagine, when you take on those forces, yeah. um, it, it's, it's, uh, there's a lot of force that comes back. And Texas uh, hopefully isn't the only state standing up to fight these, these massive entities that may be trying to limit our speech. Are you, are you working with other uh, states to, to stand? I mean, I, I really think that it is our attorney generals and our states 
our governors, attorney generals and legislatures in the in the states that are going to have to stand up and say, this is a this is the, these are our lines and the lines are the the Bill of Rights. And I'm sorry, we are going to be a sanctuary state for the Bill of Rights. We will not go over the cliff with the rest of the country. Yes, and I think there are AGs that are going to stand up and fight. I'm, I'm concerned that we don't have the numbers that we've had in the past, but hmm. I'm certainly working behind the scenes to, to bolster that number and encourage other AGs to help us because I don't want it to be just Texas. We need help. There's the, oh, yeah. the forces against, against freedom are, are great, and I think that we need help. And how, can the pe- how can the people help you? What should we do? I think, that, I think the, they need to encourage their own attorney generals to get involved in the fight, to, to, to be involved in, in looking at what the Biden administration is doing, to be involved in these lawsuits against technology companies. And a lot of them are. So right now, that's, that's where the fight is for free speech. Ken Paxton, the attorney general of the uh, great state of Texas. Uh, Good luck on your ERCOT investigation, and we uh, look forward to having you back. Thank you. Thanks, Colin. Have a great day. Bye-bye. All right. What decisions are you going to look back on, say, in 10 years from now and think, man, did I really do that? I mean, how did I miss that? Bitcoin comes to mind. Financial decisions that you're making right now can reap benefits and dividends down the road. Now, one of them, one decision in particular that you can and should make today if you're a homeowner is placing a call to American Financing and letting their mortgage consultants do a free mortgage review for you. American Financing is all about you. They're not in the bank's pocket. They're not going to try to pressure you into something that the bank is trying to push. They're not going to charge you upfront fees or hidden fees. None of that. What they're all about is making sure that you reach the height of your financial potential. Maybe a refinance of your mortgage could save you hundreds of dollars a month. Maybe you have the chance to bundle your debts into something manageable. There's one way to find out, and that is make a call today to American Financing at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. It's AmericanFinancing.com. American Financing, NMLS, 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Boy, this country is just taking body blow after body blow after body blow. It's nonstop. Uh, nonstop. It's, it is nonstop. What, we have four days of 2021 that weren't absolutely horrific. And then like day five was like the Georgia elections. Then January 6th. And then ever since then, it's been seemingly nonstop, nonstop, nonstop. catastrophe. Yeah. Nonstop. 2021 um, is kicking 2020's ass right now. Because all the things that sucked about 2020 are still here. <laughs> right. right, and the things that were good Are have bad. been take, have been taken out by right. executive order. <laughs> it's like the pandemic is still raging here. We're still dealing with all that nonsense, and you know now we we're not even allowed to stay in our houses is because they're underwater in, te- in Texas, at least. Well, yours is. I look at it. Yeah, look at it as that. underwater. Think of it as an indoor ice rink. Well, that's a that's a feature you don't see on Zillow that often. You don't indoor ice rink. Yeah, uh, indoor swimming pool. Or this, Who doesn't? The house would sound gigantic. It would sound gigantic. <laughs> You're like, wow, it's, it's two thousand square feet, but we have an indoor <laughs> ice rink. It's called the kitchen. <laughs> Did you see this by the way too? When my uh, I have a a very old pug, sixteen years old. Yeah, and you know I let him out to go to the bath. Of course, it's you know it's snow and and ice and it's a miserable. 
and uh and oh you do have the video i don't know if we, this okay is, so as this is my you can wife see, narrating piper is walking out to <laughs> the ledge and this is by our pool. smart enough to know this is ice they're and big I dog be on it younger dog knows that's the most go on the right, ice so she's curious but realizes no the, the ice isn't fully frozen by ice. the way yeah um now and my other dog is 16 and blind and deaf now you see old man river miles our dog following the footsteps in the snow and he's walking straight on to the ice has no oh, idea no. he's, he's not gonna on fall in pool. is he and at hey, any moment right towards the part where the water. ice could break I love and the way thank she's the Lord, just at this moment. Stu happened to look out the door and saw this happening, and he's <laughs> running out in socks. Look at you! In my Sorry socks. Laugh, okay, so your <laughs> wife, your <laughs> wife is your wife is a nightmare. <laughs> oh, oh, your oh. wife is in, a nightmare. In what way? She's like, and God help him, he could fall through the ice at any point and die. God help him. How about you help him? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, God's up there like, yeah, I gave you two hands and two feet. Why don't you go out and get the dog? Thank God for you, Stu. This is the Glenn Beck Program.